our new intro song from the baron thank you baron marks this is the danish to see that i'm rocking the microphone somebody say remote or what it looked like what's going on and this is the doctor of uh of the of the danish and o'neill show here to answer all of your personal problems it's just is that that's what you're doing what you're answering everyone's personal problems i'll do i'll answer any of their personal problems <laughs> i don't know if you've done that yet <laughs> well they're gonna come in at some point okay well i was just off the top we are danish and o'neill we're back for more fucking with whores on episode four this is episode four i believe uh a couple quick things right off the top let's get to some news and notes here okay i have a shout out request from connor harder he wanted me to give a quick shout out to ian jones ian what's up ian jones hey ian hope things are going well Tell uh, tell another buddy, and maybe we'll shout him out. What's, we need more uh, people. Why did he want us to shout out Ian? He Jones? didn't say. He just he just said, "Hey, can Dude, you give?" There was no personal message he wanted to deliver. He said, "Can you give a shout out to Ian Jones?" All right. So there it is. And then call to action. I looked at Andy Dewitt's podcast, which we've been frequent guests on. Andy Dewitt, if you Ooh, don't know, I would uh, refresh my memory. I've, I've, the what podcast, podcast is does called he do? Tads. <laughs> Wait, awesome starts tomorrow? Nope. Okay, I don't That's know what he's talking one. about. That's uh, the only Andrew Dewitt show I'm a fan he's of. He's a guy, he's uh How do I describe him? Andrew? He, uh, he... Do you know who Andrew is? Yeah, I've, I, I vaguely remember okay. him. Okay, so, so he does a podcast called The Andrew Dewitt Show. Okay. A.K.A. Tads. Got it. We've been on there. He was. Uh, we were on a show called Boner City with him at one point. Vaguely remember him now. Okay. Um, well, anyway, I looked at that show that you can't remember that we've been on, <laughs> and it has more than 124 ratings. Great, it's been on a little longer, but hey, we only got in the 50s, and I want to catch that motherfucker. I don't appreciate having to look up and see DeWitt have that many more reviews than us. It's time to, to beat DeWitt's asshole right yep. now. So if you want to help us beat DeWitt, and you give us a review. Leave us a five-star fucking review, and then write we, the show. We're only doing this despite Andrew DeWitt. <laughs> One guy said, uh, he just said five-star five star review. That was his text review. That's fine. I like it. It's simple. Short. It's Tell people what you're doing. That's all we need. We want 124 and up. Yeah, we can't we just go tie over. Them. We can't tie them. We have to beat them. No, it's you know. And I'm currently trying to make one of my arms 86 inches. <laughs> I don't think you have a better chance of getting the reviews than to get an arm that size. Well, I'm taking. Uh, I'm going to do a surgery where I have some of my thigh meat removed, and I'm going to uh, surgically. Inject it? Injected into my bicep. Why don't you do what that uh, chick was doing down in Florida to those trannies, uh, putting you actual will. silicone? Well, you can't say what? that. I can't say Florida. You know, chicks. You can't say those. Florida. Wi- those you can't say <laughs> okay. trannies, dude. Who said? It's uh, it's an iTunes rule. It's in the Bible. Is that true? I don't think that is. <laughs> it's not true. You want to tell me who told you that you can't say tranny? Andrew Dewitt. No one ever came out and specifically said you couldn't. I just had people come up to me and be like, you can't use that term. But then I said, where did you hear that from? And they couldn't they couldn't cite a specific source that told them that but you couldn't. But is there ever a specific source? Like who I, said Somebody you, must have come said you can't do it. No, I know. But it's like, whoever said you can't say F, the F word for gay people. It's like, there's no real specific person. But I'm saying when that became unacceptable, 
at some point it came from somebody and no, then I know, somehow but like, the word. you never know like you can't really I, like, well i would like to know who, who banned the n-word it's like it's never really one guy well, no, the N word though became you know that, like a, that's a more you can trace that back. But it's like a societal decision. It's like, hey, but everybody, who who got together? No one, I don't think. I think it's just like word of mouth, and people are like, hey, this isn't cool anymore. I know, but that's what I, I, I want to know. Maybe kind of like when when this started and who had the meeting and maybe, what's the date on it. I don't think there was a meeting. I think it's just people are trying to get the societal ball rolling. No, I know, but I'm saying tranny was completely socially acceptable. Yeah, but so was Negro. This is just how it goes. No, I know, but I just I, since this is something in, of our lifetime that is has you become just want to know how the process works. Yeah, I want to know what, okay. what's the logistics involved. I don't know with if you're, the, I don't know if you're ever going to get an answer on it. I'm not saying I will, but I'm throwing <laughs> it out there for conversation's sake. <laughs> okay, I, I'm interested to know a, a word being banned in our lifetime. Well, it's not banned. It's just people. Well, it's basically people don't want you to use it. It's it, not a ban. It's an unofficial banning. Anyway, of the what word. was this lady doing in Florida? She Wait. was injecting uh, actual silicone, like for caulking, you know, like uh, yeah. filling cracks in on your bathtub, put that, uh, put into that. people's assholes and their butt cheeks. Oh, to and make. their lips and face. And was it working? Uh, yeah, they looked great until they died of silicone poisoning. How many people did she kill? Uh, there was a handful of people that died. Went to the hospital with, like, horrible infections days later. Well, I guess that's a precautionary tale to people out there. Or caution. Is it a cautionary tale or a precautionary tale? Well, I think it's cautionary. It could be a cautionary, but it could also be a precautionary. It could be a precursor. Yeah. Not um, a cursor. Yeah, so if you want to do that, we can go for it. I got uh, I got a follow-up on a story we did last episode. You know how you brought in... Uh, the drone story. Yeah. With the, if you didn't listen to the last episode, welcome to the Danish O'Neill. It's about time. What do you live under a rock, you douchebag? Um, the story was, you can recount the story. So the story it. was that there was this guy, uh, where was it, Oklahoma? Kentucky. Kentucky. And uh, he has a fenced off yard and he has two lovely daughters that often sunbathe in the backyard. And uh, some guys were flying a drone about 10 feet above his yard and he thought they were either spying on his shit or his daughter and he took a shotgun and he blew the drone out of the sky well fan of the show a man who actually could he's a, he could he, be the danish and o'neill listener of the year is 2015 this tracy? tracy burgess not only did he drive from kentucky to nashville to see true. us do live comedy he also gifted us with a beautiful sound effects machine, which is not in this room or the studio. <laughs> Why is it not in here? <laughs> I don't know. I'll, I'll go get it. There's another second. show that does it that I don't want to be compared to. Well, maybe if we blow that show out of the water. There will be no comparison. <laughs> um, so Tracy, he heard it. He's from Kentucky. Sent me a follow-up article. Said, hey, there seems to be more at play here. Whoa. I thought maybe Tracy may have been involved been involved because he's from Kentucky. But Do you think he was I the asked, guy that shot? I said, were you that man? He denied or it. Or was he sunbathing in the backyard? He denied he all. He denied, any associ- he denied any association. Okay. But he sent me this interesting article from a website called WDRB.com. I don't know what that stands for. We do not sponsor. They're not sponsor of the show or any affiliation with the Danish Real Show whatsoever. We don't. So what is it? What's the article? Is this going to be disappointing to me? No, this is a good article. Oh, okay. But it, it just kind of debunks. It, it paints your uh, drone shooter is not the best guy in town. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Is this going to, that's what I'm asking. But it's interesting. So, it's, so why don't you summarize? Well, I'm going to, let me, let me, let me go through, I'll go through the article. I'll give you the key points. Okay. So the guy whose drone it was told his, every, hey, as, as we all know, there's usually uh, three sides of the story. There's, uh, <laughs> I think there's only one side. It's the guy who has the gun. Well. Usually the only guy that's able to tell the story. So the dude who owns it. Um, the drone. Yeah. $1,800 drone. David Boggs owns the drone. Old Willie Meredith shot it down. Okay, allegedly. Meredith cites his right to personal privacy as the reason he shot the drone down and claims the drone was hovering no more than 10 feet over his home. Yeah. What's the And truth? then Boggs had to say, the bottom line is, we didn't do it. What? We didn't hover. We didn't go down. We didn't do any of that. There's no way I'm going to fly below the trees the second day I owned it. <laughs> what? So is that this guy's argument? This so... Guy's argument. 
He says he bought the, he bought the drone the day before. He said he was planning on using it to shoot videos of his kids riding motocross. Or of chicks sunbathing in guys' backyards. He says Sunday, the day it was shot down, was a practice session. <laughs> okay. So in the video, the Boggs claims shows the flight path and altitude of the drone. It shows the drone not dropping down to 10 feet. He said, we're now 193 feet above the ground, as he showed the flight path. This area here is the world, he said, this area here is the world famous drone slayer home. This is a neighbor's home. And our friends live over here. And over here and over here. You will see now that we did not go below this altitude. We went, we even went higher. Nor do we hover over their house to look in. And for sure didn't descend down to no 10 feet or look under someone's canopy or at somebody's daughter. So does he have actual video footage up right before it got shot out of the sky? That's what it sounds, or at least the altitude. Or is he just doing, is he just flying a new drone and claiming this is how high I was? Wow, Neil's claiming conspiracy. This is conspiracy, man. You're really on the side of Willie Merritt. I support old Willie boy. All right, well, says the track shows the drone hovered for around 30 seconds near Meredith's home, but that was at an altitude in excess of 200 feet. Meredith said he shot he shot the drone down with birdshot and ammunition he says would not have caused enough damage to bring the drone down at an not altitude a, of more than 200 it's feet. odd that you say that. That was going to be an argument of mine. He, uh, he claim, his claims are that the drone never got below 200 feet, Meredith said. Number eight birdshot is not going to take anything out at 200 feet. Yeah. Um, the damage is not from the shell. The guy who owned it said it's from the fall when he shot. He hit one of the propellers. <laughs> so one propeller can wreck the whole thing. But the question remains: Why was Boggs flying in the area in the first place? Number one, I was having fun with my friends and family. Okay. Also, my friend was in Vegas. He wanted me to fly over and get video of his house. You know what? Just for the fact that his his buddy was in Vegas, <laughs> he, this guy deserved to have that drone he shot out of the He showed a text message that, it, that corroborated that story of the Vegas flyover. <laughs> oh, is, is this the fucking... Is this the nail in the coffin? Hey, man. Hey, here, here's the evidence that I was only 10 feet off the ground. My buddy texted me from fucking Vegas. Trace. Kind of, you know what? I support old Willie Boy because this guy is a fucking moron. Tracy Burgess wants the full side of the story how oh, man he wants people All to right. know well I, still, I don't know who he supports but he just I think he just wants everyone to know dude here's what the here's what this guy said in his text message from Vegas he's like hey is your neighbor's hot fucking teenage daughters out that backyard why don't you fly that drone over there send me some good titty pics so he said uh, the guy Willie Boy Meredith is saying this guy's in the wrong he's trying to cover it up and uh both Boggs and Meredith say they want to see the video of the drone captured, but neither seems to know what happened to the memory card inside the drone. Whoa! <laughs> Man, this is getting crazy. It's getting crazy. Um, and then Boggs, the owner, said, the reason we don't have the live footage is because when we got there, where the drone was shot down, the neighbor had gone and retrieved it, the SD card was gone. We Ooh. want that SD card, goddammit. Goddamn you. <laughs> oh, Willie Boy's one slick motherfucker. When asked, Willie Boy Meredith said, we have no idea where that's at. He's like, I don't even know what a fucking <laughs> SD card is. M- Ma- Willie Boy Meredith is charged with wonton. <laughs> wonton. Wonton. Wonton endangerment. He went to a Chinese food restaurant and he endangered some wontons. <laughs> what did he do? He's, he's threatened to shoot him with a shotgun. It said won- wonton. Is that a word? W-A-N-T-O-N? Yeah, that's actually yeah. You remember? Have you heard that? Before? No, I, I've heard it. Yeah. But it just sounds weird. I don't. Know. Am I saying it wrong? Wanton, wanton. Well, I think it's wanton. Wanton. <laughs> I think it's wanton. He's in charge with wanton endangerment and, and criminal mischief for shooting down the drone and firing a weapon in a residential area. He's due in court in September. Good luck to you, Willie Boy Meredith Tracy. Thank you for being a Danish and O'Neill roving reporter on the ground. Is he? Is he also charged with broccoli fright? Rice <laughs> with his wontons. He's charged with uh, endangerment of egg rolls as well. Okay, it's a, it's a minor. That's only a Is misdemeanor. Orange chicken. Uh, there was nothing. There's no mention. They said the, oh, they'd like to see orange chicken, but neither <laughs> party knows where it went. They said it was ordered. They don't know what happened to it between the table. In the back kitchen. That's fucking. Well, you know what we should do? We should discuss another article that was recently brought to mind. You want to? I mean, we have a lot to do today. We also are hoping that uh, 
our producer can get in touch with the Diaz brothers because yeah. they were involved in some tomfoolery. Some World Series of Fighting action, which you don't hear that very often. <laughs> some Nick and Nate to- some Nick and Nate foolery. Double N on the town. Double N. I wonder if they, they j- only them or they have other siblings. Uh, I think it's just them. You think it's just the two of them? Yeah. It would be funny if they had like a brother who was like a doctor or something. And his name was... Uh, like changed his name because he didn't want to be Nick, associated with Nick the Nate, Diaz brothers. Nick, Nate, and Nat. He's like, I'm not... I don't want to be a brother. I'm not your brother. <laughs> Nick, Nate, and Norman. Hey, dog, you want fucking... Whoa, is that a call? Was that a call? Uh, hold on, I think, hold I think on. we lost it. I think on. it got dropped. I don't know what's going on there. Oh, I have an interesting thing. Uh, we got footage of, um, we got a rare tape. I don't know if you re- uh, realize this. I went to a flea market a week ago. Yeah. And uh, there was this guy selling like bootleg like cassettes and CDs and shit of like rare audio. Okay. And I was like, he said he had like a thing of Abraham Lincoln taking a shit that he like took from a phonograph and put onto a CD. That's impossible. But I didn't want to get that one. But what I did get was from the show on NPR that both of us are fans of, and by being fans of, hate. It was, How dare you? I was listening to it on the way over here today. It's Garrison Keillor, a Prairie Home Companion. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to play? Do you want to play it? Is it first of all? Let's set it up. Is this Reverend Ham and prayer in the? Uh, what the guy who sold it to me? I haven't listened to it yet, but okay. what I know. Oh, you don't even know what's on there. No, I know what's on there. Well, I he, I know what I was told was on there, but I could have been sold a false bill of goods. Okay. Well, what did he tell you was? on I there? I was told that it's a rare tape that maybe never came out. I don't know why the episode never aired of Bill Whoa. Cosby. On Whoa. with Garrison Keillor. Are you serious? Yeah, a very rare interview. And I think it's about, I'd say it's like one to five minutes in length. <laughs> I, that's what okay. the guy, that's what it says okay. on the, on the, well, uh, Cassette let's, case. Is it, now, what's what's the the sound quality of this? Is it crystal clear? The guy told me. I I had it, to, has it been digitally remastered? I had to barter with the guy. I did some dickering, as okay. they say on uh, on many of shows we watch on TV, to do some dickering with the guy. <laughs> I'd like to know the, uh, the the origins of dickering. Want me to look it up? Yeah. Okay. But also, so supposedly though this was digitally remastered, so it has crystal clear sound. They said it's the guy said it'll sound like you're in the room with him. Okay, perfect. And he, you know, what he charged me? How much? The guy charged me a hundred and seventy dollars. Wow. Yeah. Well, you got a good deal. But I dickered. I, him, I dickered him down to eighty four dollars. Okay. And, and the origin- that took three hours though. I had to fuck his wife. Dude, you you need to watch some Frank Fritz. You should have bundled I it with something. I should have bundled it. It says Dicker. The the definition is engage in petty argument or bargaining. Uh, let me see. Origin here. It is from the Latin of decem to English. Dicker. <laughs> early 19th century. Perhaps from obsolete Dicker. Set of 10 hides. Used as a unit of trade based on Latin decem. 10. <laughs> can you cocker a man? You can cocker somebody down. Cocker them or dicker them? You can... Uh, which would you rather? Probably cocker them. You'd rather do some cockering? Yeah, it sounds more like you're like really getting a good deal <laughs> if you <laughs> cocker somebody. It sounds almost like conquering. Yeah, it's like you're really fucking just dominating. This. But dickering sounds like a little more sexual to me than cocker. Because cocker's a, bre- a breed of cocker a dog. Cocker seems more of a rape. Cocker spaniel. Yeah. Okay, well, so you, are you, you want to play this? I'm a little nervous to play it because I, quite frankly, don't know what's on it. But uh, hold on, let me hold on, let me hit play for a second okay. just to see if it works. All right. Hey, hey this is Garrison. Wait, let Keeler. me hit stop. Okay, it works. It seems to work. Did you hear it? You could hear. Uh, yeah, it? I, I heard something. I heard something. That was that Garrison Keeler. It's that's what he said. I don't know why it would not be. Okay. All right. Well, let's let's hit it. This okay. is one to five minutes of a Prairie Home Companion, Garrison Keeler. I don't know if it's an interview, if they're singing songs. I don't know what the fuck they're doing. Could be anything. Okay. All right. Well, here it goes. Or welcome to Prairie Home Companion, Garrison. Uh, it's good to be here. I'm a big fan. I'm here with my friend William Cosby. What is the word of the day? It's well. I'll. <laughs> The word of the day is Garrison. You don't sound like yourself. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, 
Can you pause this tape for a second, yeah, well, please? Yeah. Pause this tape. I like was, what I hear so this far. Garrison it sounds Keeler like Bill Cosby? Garrison Keeler sounds like he's uh, sick or something. I don't yeah. know if... <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with him. All right, hit play. You think, you think, that he's, you think he'll do a better job when we come back? I think he was just... I, I think he needs to talk about Lake Wobegon for a minute. <laughs> yeah, before it sounded get... like he, uh, he was a little injured. All right. Maybe... Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I hope he can... I hope you can pull through whatever's got him down. Okay. Maybe he hates Bill Cosby. I think that, I thought they were great friends. All right, well, let's hit play again. Are we, is this going to start over, or is it going to start right back where? <laughs> hey, why don't you skip ahead a little bit to Lake Wobegon section? All right, let me look Maybe at it. Maybe Bill and, and Garrison go to Lake Wobegon or he something. He has it marked. All right, I'm going to go forward, fast forward, fast forward. It says here, Bill and Garrison sing and dance about Jell-O pudding. Uh, they tell a story with someone doing shitty sound effects with their mouth. All right, Lake Wobegon, here we go. Hit play. Hey, this is... Uh, <laughs> Wait, can we Lake, stop for a second? We're in Lake Wobegon with Garrison Keeler. Can we stop <laughs> Whoever's doing this, I'm going to say that I was still in the Falls Bill of Goods. Whoever's doing this Garrison Keeler impression went to the. I think it's just really Garrison Keeler. He went to the Zach Lunch School of Impressions. Hey, this is Garrison Keeler here in Lake Wobegon. Is that Sling Blade? I heard it's Sling Blade Bill Cosby. <laughs> okay, mm. let me hit play on that one. It seems like Garrison Keeler's doing a Sling Blade impression interviewing Bill Cosby. <laughs> hey, <laughs> where's Sling Blade? <laughs> the Killer's setting it up. Oh, mm-hmm. I reckon I like me some of them Bill Cosby shows you do. Mm-hmm. I like, I like the movie that you were in. It was a heartbreaking ending. I was a friend of John Ritter, mm-hmm. but, but it was fun to see what you were doing. I like my, uh, I like my Jello pudding with mustard on it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was an hey, awkward. Hold on, let's say it. There was, was more to it. I that think. was an awkward pause in the conversation. I think there was are you talking to Slig Blade? Wait, I'm not, sure you're, I'm not sure what you're looking to get out of. The guy was retarded. <laughs> he had some mental problems. All right, hit play. Let's see where this goes. All right, play. It's uh, this is Garrison. <laughs> mm-hmm. What is your name, Carl? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like me. Uh, I like me some of that Reverend Ham with mustard. <laughs> <laughs> what would you put on the Reverend Ham? <laughs> mm-hmm. I like me some of that mustard on the ham. That is a surprising answer. Let me mm-hmm. ask you something, Carl. Do you call it a sling blade or a Kaiser blade? Um, some some folks call it a, a sling blade. I call it a Kaiser blade. Mm-hmm. That's, that's an interesting tidbit. Do you know where I could get some quaaludes? Mm-hmm. I, I work on small engines. Mm-hmm. I'm a doctor. <laughs> hey, we're in Lake Wobegon. Oh, look this at this tree, Garrison. This is Lake Wobegon. Got Lake some nice Wobegon. ladies. Where the women are strong. Why are you standing hey, up? This is Garrison Keeler in Lake Wobegon. <laughs> this is a shit show. Oh, oh you know what? I think Garrison needs to stand up to get the proper breathing inflections. This is Garrison Keeler. Hello, Garrison. Can I call you Gary? In Lake Wobegon. <laughs> William Cosby, it's good to be here with you. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Well, oh, he's, uh, I was, uh, I think that, I, that I got was crazy. I'm hoping I can return that. This is <laughs> it keeps I playing. I hope I, I can see why it never came out. We're, we're like, <laughs> 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 
dude, it is a fucking sauna in here. Oh, man. Literally, you don't have to go to the sauna anymore because oh, you know why? In the Danish studios, it's oh. a fucking already a sauna. Oh, it's hot, man. So I think whoever oh. was doing that Garrison Keeler impression was really burning it down. That's why it's fucking. <laughs> you're wearing jeans, bad. Man, yeah, milk was a bad I, idea on your I part. Had, I had to go to the airport. I like to dress up. <laughs> Have you ever have you ever met some? There are certain people who believe that flying should be held with like reverence and still dress up for the occasion. I don't think you should dress up, but I think you should dress. Uh, Pajamas are probably yeah, inappropriate. Slippers and uh, you know, wife beaters not the most appropriate thing to fly with. What's so. um? Wonder like, can you fly in like something that like shit basically shows off your ass like? Like Lululemon uh, yoga no, pants? No, like I'm saying, like, where you, you know, you get those shorts where you can see the, like, the I bottom. I think as long as you're covered up. No, but, like, you know, the bottom crease of that ass. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think as long as it's, like, no, but like you have you, a little butt cheek hanging out. Yeah. I mean, I don't know why you would want to, because you're basically sitting in fecal matter, which is sp- smeared all over the seats on the airplane. Yeah, well, there's It's that. disgusting. There you know, they, they change babies on those trays that you eat your food on. Who does? People do. People like change dirty diapers on the tray tables. For competition? <laughs> yeah, for a competition. No, that's just like a known thing that there's duty on all on everything. Well, I thought I had duty on a seatbelt on the last flight we took. I took one of our flights when we were doing a comedy gig. Remember this? My seatbelt, like some sort of duty like substance. And it got yeah. on my shirt. It's disgusting. And I made the, I made the uh, male flight attendant guy clean it up was like yeah he licked it off i was like i don't know what this is you need to get it off and he was like you need oh. to get it off <laughs> hey this is garrison keeler here I, oh, the, the leaves were cascading down and reverend ham's hand was reaching across my thigh and, his, and his, steve his o'neill was, was singing is the season <laughs> and i'm here with william cosby well, Garrison, it's good to be here. Yes. People have been coming to my shows and yelling rape it, which is inappropriate. That is just <laughs> I that is just uncalled for. <laughs> Has uh what's going on with Steve O'Neill? Is there any update? I know, uh, I know people are always concerned well, with what's going on. You know, I haven't been there in a while, so I don't know, but I'm sure there's something going on. Uh I think we should announce that there may be a Steve O'Neill, uh, maybe an hour or two dedicated to Steve O'Neill coming up in the future. We're thinking of uh, trying to ride that bowl that is the Steve O'Neill conversation. We're going to bring a lot of alcohol. We're going to get him good and liquored. Uh, and we're going to have maybe have to edit it uh, because or just maybe two, just meander for or a while. Or just two-part it. Yeah. Just let him go. Let him let him run free. We're gonna have some very specific questions, and if you guys have any questions for Steve O'Neill, either feel yeah, free questions to questions uh, or story requests. Yes. The Falcon story is a must. You want to hear some of the some tales to be told by the man who lived them? The story of Steve O'Neill shitting over a cliff, and nearly falling <laughs> to his death. We talked about that at dinner the other day. How often does that come up? Uh, it was just brought up. My mom brought it up. Just like, hey, remember that time you almost died? She, whenever my mom talks about it, she starts crying, laughing, and he gets <laughs> mad. He, he relives it like it happened to him 20 minutes ago. You uh, you have a new pet, a new pet bird. Uh, here's the thing. You're taking after your old man. You're a, new, you're a bird man. There's a bird uh, right above my door in my house. and uh, Outside, not uh, inside. Yeah, not and inside. so... Uh, the mother, I think, kicked the baby out of the nest, so I put it back in there, and then she threw him out again. He's like a deadbeat child. I don't know if he's using heroin and she doesn't want him in the nest anymore or what. What if it's just the bad mom who just wants to well, get out there and fuck again? Well, there's two of them in there, so she clearly favors the one that she's not. So you keep putting it out. back? Yeah, well, then I recently read that. Don't interfere with nature, Yeah, you're man. not supposed to because they throw them out of the nest to help them fly. It's survival of the fittest. Well, I left him out there last night, and I came back this morning. I think something ate him. Yeah, he's dead. How do you know? Well, uh, he wasn't where he normally sits, and I don't think he flew. <laughs> what do you have, a signed CD for him? <laughs> hey, you're going to sit. You're going to stay right here. <laughs> do not move. I'll be here. I'll be back in the morning. Did you name him? Because that that would make it probably more painful. I named. I named. Well, I actually named it her. I called her Sally. Well, Sally's dead. 
You know what? Your family doesn't do well with female birds. Uh, the chicken's name was what? Tina? Tina's dead. <laughs> no, Tina's Sally's dead. dead. We still have, well, what about Max? We've had Max. Max is, we've had Max for 33 years. And you guys Parrot. thought it was a dude. And my granted, my mom can't walk by it because it's trying to rip her face off. But how does she feed not? it? Uh, From a distance? I mean, she can put it. But if it's standing outside the cage, it, it, it'll like... If she walks near it, he'll like. Dude, that was my fear when I was a kid. Remember, pet stores would have birds out like that, and I it would tear it would (laughs) tear it would terrify me to walk through, dude. I don't know what it is. I've always had I don't like birds. I think when you were a kid, you were like raped by a flock of birds or something. I don't know if it's a past life. A guy was dead via crows or something. I don't know (laughs) what like crows like the birds. Yeah, like they just left my body out and let me get. Did your mom watch the birds while she was pregnant with you? My dad hates bats, and I know I went (laughs) as opposed to everyone else that loves bats. No, but like is terrified of them, and I used to go fishing with them as a kid. Bats are flying fucking rats. When we would be fishing at like at ponds that like in on the East Coast or in general, like there's a ton of mosquitoes, so like the bats love it. And so if you were cast, like they go fucking crazy, like yeah. And my dad, I think that may have stuck with me. My brother also fell into that same pond during the winter, walked on the ice, went in. His friend saved his life. Was he about to go under the ice? Yeah, he was like in the water, and the guy had to pull him out. How deep's the pond? Probably not very, but it could have ended poorly. Like, there are kids. <laughs> Can't walk on that ice. Hey, man. Uh, can we talk about this article about this guy? You want to discuss it? Because we are expecting a call from Garrison Keeler, Bill Cosby. <laughs> Hey, this is Garrison Keeler in Lake Wobegon with Reverend Ham. Hey, it's William Cosby. You may have to, t- you may have to take that impression off your resume. <laughs> yeah, well, it's not an impression. I'll, I'll tell you what. To be honest, this chair really squeezes it's your, your chair. diaphragm. It's your chair, dude. Um, it's a camping chair. Where'd you buy that thing? Uh, I found it. Where'd you find it? I don't know. But let's get to this article. This is an article. It's in actually my hometown's, uh, I guess, paper? I don't know what the hell this is. It's it's all over the news now. It is? Yeah. Where'd, I, where'd you see it? I just Googled it, and then a bunch of stories came so out. So I guess the story's getting big. Our crack researcher, who doesn't want to be named, found no. it for me and sent it to me. I thank you for that. Thank you very much. <laughs> this is a story... About a man from Danville, Indiana. <laughs> That's an interesting link. You found it in your hometown paper, and he's from the, my state. For some reason, he started this journey on the East Coast. Like, I don't know why. Well, I guess because he's in the middle of the country. He, well, this guy set off. He's a 560-pound man. <laughs> For some reason, O'Neill finds amusing. <laughs> Let's get to the bike part. <laughs> so he's, he's 560 pounds. His name's Eric Heights. He got dropped off by his dad. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Keep going. Who's picking him up? His mom? <laughs> <laughs> what if somebody comes and says, your parents were in an accident. I'm here to pick you up. <laughs> What's the password? What's the password? Unless you say (sighs) pizza, (laughs) I'm not getting in that Uh, car. So he got dropped off on the side of his. On the side, (laughs) (laughs) can't even get through. (laughs) Tell him why he dropped off. He got dropped off on the side of the road by his dad in Massachusetts with his hundred and seventy dollar bike. I'm not a bike expert. That's not (laughs) an expensive bike. I don't know. I don't know what the max capacity on that thing is it says nobody believed that he'd actually start pedaling across the entire country so why he had nothing to lose so basically long story short it's ed and he wanted his wife back so his girlfriend or his wife Wife. left him so he's at 40 years old weighing more than a quarter of a ton which this article nicely points out (laughs) it's a good way to put it 560 isn't impressive enough (laughs) so you gotta say a quarter of a fucking ton said he hit a wall in his life and i think he burst through it (laughs) What was that wall made of chocolate? <laughs> he burst through the wall like the, the Kool-Aid, Kool-Aid man. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Said it's a strange wife, already a widow. Said she couldn't take it anymore. She couldn't repeat her past. This lady has some problems because she's going after guys that are dying. He couldn't hold a job, part because of his weight. <laughs> I don't think a job could hold him. 
<laughs> and prospects in his hometown of Danville, Indiana were scarce. This is horrible, though. Friends and, life, friends and loved ones were tired of his excuses. So was he. Yeah. He says, he's quoted as saying, I was just failing as a human being. <laughs> Said I know Heights, that feeling. A DJ, pizza marker, pizza maker, telemarketer. <laughs> Sadly, we've had similar jobs to those two. <laughs> you name it, I've done it. Today, uh, it says height. Well, this gets into the journey. Blah, 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 blah. All right, let's get to the good stuff. So, he got into Rhode Island. Should we be talking about this? Yeah. Okay. It said, this, this article is fucking mean. Meaner than us. We're not mean. It's just you we're know. laughing at the guy's face. I hope he's not a fan. But if you're a fan, keep riding. It said when he wobbled into town. Wobbled. That's Jesus what, I swear to God, this, I'm not making this up. That's okay. what it says. You can't. You can't make this up. It said when he wobbled into town, his rims were warped from all the bumps <laughs> in the road against his immense weight. <laughs> his spirits were a bit dashed. His How meager funds were dwindling, it? and any sane soul would say he should probably call it quits. But he's been out there for 30 days, right? And, he, and how many miles has he ridden? Been out there a month, and uh, he's 60 pounds lighter and 55 miles into the journey. <laughs> he rides a mile and a half a day. This guy rides a mile and a half a day. Because his bike keeps falling apart. Are you kidding? Uh, so, so how far did he make? I wonder, did he make it like three blocks before the tires and rims? Is fucking- I mean, 500 pounds, that's a lot of stress yeah. to put on a bike. It says you know though my I had a buddy who was four four hundred and some pounds and he he rode a mountain bike wasn't it all wasn't his weight all ass <laughs> yeah so it was like hanging over the rear wheels <laughs> he was riding wheelies that seat must have like seriously been inside of him we had wheelie bars on the back <laughs> Jesus so this article says it goes on to be nice to point out from a post inside of Dunkin' Donuts it has been doing <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> What he's done since he first pushed off from the side of the road in Falmouth, Mass. And that's telling his story. Story of the woman, a love for a woman. Determination to say not just the weight, but the self-loathing and sadness that comes with it. Oh my! Do you know how, do you know how far a terribly out of shape person can ride a bike in a day? I'd say like 20 it, miles. It's way more than a mile and a half. <laughs> besides, this is the only thing he's doing. This is his only job. And he can only make it in a mile and a half. So this guy, the reason for this trip, which is buried late in this article, they really tease it. They tease that lead. They're they teasing really, the clit, and they want you to get down into that pussy. Well, they, right now they're just showing us this guy's nips, but we want to see We want to see it pussy. all. And we want to see how big that belly button is and if a tennis ball can fit in there or not. Jesus. It said, uh, so the wife was like, I'm done with you. And he said, he told her that he was driven in part by a song, The Proclaimers, 500 Miles. <laughs> that would take him six years. He said, I told her. He's going. He said, I told her, I don't think I can walk 500 miles, but I can, I'll ride my bike that far. Just to prove my love for you. Because I would do anything for love. <laughs> that that should have been I his. I will walk for a lot of miles. <laughs> but I can't ride a bike because it'll fall apart. Dude, that's, that should have been Listen to this. Listen to what he says about Danville. He says, while on the road, I'll find somewhere for us to move out of our crappy town to start life over. I don't, know if, Dan, I don't know if Danville need that sort of uh i'm not familiar with danville but it's a small town in indiana if you're from I'd there take exception to if that if you're from there and listening please hit us up and let us know yeah listen to if you know this guy for one if you went to high school with him <laughs> and if you've seen him riding that bike as it just falls apart so it said he uh he started hitting the gym to prepare for the journey he picked up what he thought was a sturdy bike rigged a trailer to haul 300 pounds of stuff what the fuck was he bringing dude i think he had a 55 gallon <laughs> Drum of chocolate. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. Now listen, what the fuck do you need to haul 300 pounds worth of shit? It says so this on, guy's lugging around 860 pounds. Yep. It said on June 10th, after a long ride from Indiana, he was alone on the side of the road watching his dad drive away. He's 40 years old, not seven. Why didn't he dri- start at Danville and go to the East Coast? But then you'd have to ride back. <laughs> no, somebody could pick him up if somebody's driving him there. Nobody wanted to do the whole country. Oh, he wants to do the whole country. Yeah, he wants to go across country. I don't think he's going to make it at this pace. It'll take like 10 so, years. Let me see. So uh, let me do the math. A mile and a half a day times 2,000 miles. It says the initial goings were a slog. It turns out he got a bike with the wrong type of suspension. I'll say so. <laughs> and less than ideal gearing. So much of his energy was being wasted. 
It's going to um, take him 4,500 days to ride across country. It became a sensation because he was po- pro- he was prog- doing uh, a blog to do his progress, and he was on Facebook. So people, like a lot of people at first didn't notice, but it started taking off. Okay. Th- this then, could uh, be a problem for us because someone might take this audio because <laughs> this guy has a lot of support. <laughs> and we support you, man. Oh, absolutely. I yeah. think this lady is a great woman. Yeah. Fight for her love. I mean, there's a lot of ladies out there who wouldn't have made you ride a bike across the country, but... Yeah, but said uh, didn't take long for his wife to notice. After two weeks, she realized that he actually meant what he said. Where did she move? She left the house. No, I think they were separate. They didn't live together. Oh, so he said when she realized I was gone, that I had left and actually was doing what I said. She said it pretty much was the most romantic thing I'd said. Man, this guy knows how to make. Think she texted texted him a picture of her beaver. He may have texted her a picture of like a bike that's like snapped in half. And then said, come and get it, see you. Um, Maybe. I reckon he's got a lot more riding to do. <laughs> I'll ride with you. <laughs> Says he's making a lot of friends along Dude, the way. Wh- what the fuck was he hauling that was 300 pounds? Well, one night he nearly lost all his charging gear and his wife's diamond ring. Why he's carrying her diamond ring is beyond me. Why, why does he have it? How much charging gear do you have? But a friendly police officer saved the day and found it after multiple trips. What does that mean? He was probably riding. Dude, it's only in a mile and a half stretch. It's true. <laughs> it's not that much area to backpedal and look for. So he's probably riding and then like all his shit fell off of his fucking wagon. It oh, says uh, the bike. Unbelievable. People gave him a new bike, a, bikes, a bike store, and he has a GoFundMe page. Uh, <laughs> what did they make the, make the bike out of? He's raised the bikes made of... Uh, <laughs> it's titanium. I don't know. Is it reinforced? He's had offers for 60 bikes. I think they want them just melted into one. <laughs> <laughs> Our bikes code for ice cream goes... <laughs> Look, I, we support this guy, but oh, definitely. it does. I mean, the fact, I, look, he's he's giving it kind of his all. But The problem with this guy is he said, uh, he says he has no route and he just kind of goes wherever he wants he's to just go. He's riding in a circle. He's just like taking back roads and stuff. And he's only done 55 miles in a month. Man. We got to get up. We got to call this guy. What's the mileage across country? It's about 3,000 miles. It's going to take him 4,500 days which is going to be over 10 years to get to the other coast. His wife might be dead. Yeah. What if he comes back, though, and he's just super jacked in 10 years? Like, he got out of jail. That's great for him. I mean, he'll still have to get that Listen to the last, uh, to the last sentence of this mean article. It said, uh, well, it says, everyone's counting on me now. I don't have an exact route or a plan. I'm taking it day by day, sort of letting myself randomly choose which roads to go on. That sounds like a good way to, to tackle this sort of mission. So what if you end up on a road that doesn't have a hotel or any... Oh, isn't he... He's strangers. He's knocking on strangers' doors to let them stay it's with Facebook, him. Facebook, yeah. And it said... Um Said he's hit uh, a lot of dead ends, so that's probably what. No, I don't know. He's probably going like who's to say the roads where you're going. Like it seems a bad plan to just like n- nilly willy be like, hey, I'm just gonna take a left and then take a right. Oh look, it's a fucking yeah. ice cream shop. I want to try. I'm gonna take a, a right. Where I'm going, there are no roads. So it said whatever route height takes, he's blazing a trail. This fat guy, and that's in quotes. Oh, I swear to God. So this fat guy in quotes has found a path that leads to a better future. And not just for himself. Okay. I mean, is is the fact that he's had dead end jobs does this have anything to do with his weight, or is he just like a guy with no motivation? And if, if you want, if you'd like to uh, take a look at this article, it's on uh, the Andover Patch P A T C H Patch dot com, and it's written by Linda Bach. All the views of the patch uh, are not supported by the Danish and O'Neill show. Oh, this guy's got tats. I'm looking at a picture of him. It looks like it. So he's got tats along his right arm. Well, look at that. He's uh, he's down. He's lost sixty pounds, man. So now he's five hundo. That the wife told him once he get down to five hundo, talk to me. So the wife sounds like she's had enough, man. <laughs> Sometimes he's just to have enough, man. Uh, enough okay. is enough. Think she's boning. What if she's boning a dude this whole time and she has to pretend that she's oh, really into this? Sad. That'd be fuck. crazy. That would be so sad for this fucking guy. She's, but no, why would it be sad? He lost all this weight. Now he can go. He's finally 500 pounds. The women are going to be beating down his door now. 
I think that's most women just don't want that quarter of a ton stigma attached. Do you think to their he really wants to lose the weight, or he just doesn't want to work a job? And he's like, "This is perfect. I'll just do this." Dude, judging by this guy's motivation in his bike riding at a mile and a half a day, and his job is all these other jobs. I don't know if the weight's what's holding him back. It may just be an excuse, but I don't know the guy. Maybe he's just looking to meet people and have a good time. <laughs> Okay. Well, Maybe he's listening to Awesome Starts Today, old episodes, to get inspired. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Do we want to take this phone call, or do we want to get into this video that was sent to me? Oh, my gosh. I could play the audio of it. Uh, I'd rather not. Should I not play the audio I of it? I wouldn't play the audio. Okay. Well, well, Which one are you talking about? I'm talking about the... Uh, there was one that was good. I have two videos. The f- there's the, the well, one that, it wasn't great. I don't know. The guy sent me a video of him fucking a chick, <laughs> and then <laughs> turned the camera towards himself. The O'Neill, the ass kicker at Yahoo.com, it's, has almost become a bit of a problem for it's, you. It's it's uh, you know keep sending the pics <laughs> and stuff. You can't resist uh, it. <laughs> if you you know if you do videos, maybe give me a shout out in the video. <laughs> so this guy, um, I guess I'll just say his first name. Uh, Connor, not not Connor Harder, friend of Ian Jones. So this guy, he's been sending me some pics. You know, it's just some titty pics and stuff, some good stuff. And then he's like, "Hey, here's a video of me fucking a Colombian." Uh, maybe I won't say too much. No, I didn't know Chicky, the Colombian part. Chicky Matt, and so okay. the video's just it. You, you see a phone being picked up and turned like it's on, and you see it being taken off of a table, and you hear someone going, "Ah." <laughs> Did you think it was a seagull? I didn't know what it was. And then uh, <laughs> you're a bird man now. You have a pet bird. Girl is good looking. Chick uh, is getting pounded. Was she photogenic? Yeah, you saw it. I did see it. I was trying to clear myself for when this gets get brought to court. And then uh, he see how he's like licks the thumb, starts playing with the clitoris, and then turns the camera on himself. Oh yeah, he gives like an oh yeah or something. <laughs> Do you think he did it uh, like for his friends, or you think he had in the back of his mind, "I'm going to send this to O'Neill"? If he's like, I think Asian O'Neill ever get that with their podcast going up? No, I think he just has probably a bunch of videos like this. And sound uh, like he unloaded his vault for you. Yeah, he sent three uh, three emails. Uh, one was just filled with pictures. Two videos. Are there text in any of these? One or was just his the videos. Uh, one was his uh, best friend's girlfriend. It was just like. Fingering her ass. She's my best friend's girl. Um, another friend. guy. I don't. I don't she know if these guys the want kid. their names out. No, but like, do they? Do, what do they write to you? Do they write anything, or is it? Yeah, just, there's always a description. No, but is it like, hey, O'Neill? Like, I hope things are well with you and your family. Yeah, say, you know, have a good, have a good Thanksgiving. <laughs> this like it, this one. This guy from Nathan. Um, he sent me no. There was no text. It was just. Hard nipples and a girl with a uh, dildo in her asshole. <laughs> let, me, let me look at that. Right there. Oh, my God. It's actually in the pussy. Looks like they're playing. Looks like someone's... What the hell is that? It's like one of those... What the hell? What are you you're like you're the Oh, new that's her wet. hand. No, I couldn't see from a distance. It look, I thought it was like... From a distance. Um, I'll give that lady this. She's very hairless. Yeah, I hope that's so. Okay, so here's one of Connor's. Uh, it's well, he's big into showing me him in the pictures with the women. Here's a here's a still of him putting his finger in uh in the in the either the butt pipe. Can't tell exactly where it is, but he's he's big on including himself in these pictures with the chicks. Hopefully, that lady's awake. <laughs> he gives me uh, well. This is an example of what he write. He wrote, "Sup, O'Neill." Okay. I like. have a nice pick of a chick I was fucking. She was my sister's best friend. Oh, I thought I thought you were going to say she was my sister at the time. Here's a nice old poontang shot with my finger in her pooner. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I have a bunch of other stuff, including a few videos of other chicks. Give me a shout out, and they'll send you it all. Connor's actually uh, a writer for The New Yorker. <laughs> Who's a big fan of Danish? It says, P.S., don't read my email. <laughs> Is that what it no, says? It's an email address oh, on address. the podcast. If address. you can, if you can. <laughs> no. well, I'm not going to read his email address. Read his I email mean, address. No. Come uh, on. 
Um, where did I leave off on the tit picks? I've gotten so many. Are there any questions or is it all just tit picks? Um, you really created a monster with it. Yeah, I know. It's it's really gotten out of hand. I'm going to put it in a book. It's alive. Day. I think that book would be highly illegal. You would need everyone's permission unless you blur faces. Well, a guy sent me a text. He's like, uh, um, oh, wait, no, it's a different guy. All right, t- talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> okay. So, guys, what have you all been up to out there in Danish and O'Neillville? You've been having a good summer? I bet the ice cream trucks are probably <laughs> coming by your neighborhoods at this time of year. Ling, ling, ling. Has anyone so, seen the show Leepu and Pitbull on uh, the History it's Channel? It's great. It's pretty damn good. Uh, so, Connor's been the winner this week, but Nathan sent... Um, Not to be outdone, Nathan's hot dog. He, he sent some other... And, uh, and Billy also, they sent... Some uh, oh. said a, a black girl with some big old bombers. Oh, Billy! Some big old B fifty twos. Talk amongst yourself. <laughs> hey, so how was your weekend? Oh, it was great. Yeah, I loved. Dude, those tits are crazy. Yeah, the left one is about the left one's like it looks like Dewitt's arms. One's huge. Yeah, and one's like not very big at all. Um, Adam, he sent two girls making out. How do you wear a then, bra? How do you wear a bra? He sent a girl with fake titties. These may have been pulled off the web. You know what? I Dude, appreciate how do you get a bra with the uneven tits like that. I don't know. I don't know. That's insane. Man. Um, I will say this, Connor. Uh, he includes his face on these, so that is bold. He is. Uh, he, it's almost proof that uh, you know. It's proof that it's it's him. Proof. I don't know what he looks like, but uh, as Steve O'Neill said on that fateful Thanksgiving day, the proof is in the pudding. The persimmon pudding. Okay, you, well, you want to do have, some quick SoundCloud stats? No, we have some... Uh, you don't want to hear the top cities? We only cities? have 10 minutes. You don't want to hear the top cities? We're Danish and O'Neill. No, we could do it next time. You don't want to know that Holiday, Florida is our top city? It used to be Portland, Oregon, I guess. Although so Los is. Angeles, we have 93 as our top city. But none of them come out to see us at the Comedy Store every Monday night. Maybe, well, maybe they're, com- maybe they're comics. We know at least one comic. Oh, yeah. Kenny don't... Lyons, a big fan. Yeah, Ken boy. Ken oh, dog. Kenny. Um, well, Canada's big supporter. Yeah, they, we'll get huge. to those. We'll they get to the that most, next time. They may be the biggest podcast listeners in the world. Well, it's cold there. I'm getting a signal from our uh, producer, Marsha. Uh, it's a new one. We're she's at in did college, I, getting credit for this. Did I tell you what happened with me and Marsha? What happened? <laughs> we went to Dairy Queen. Really? <laughs> and then what happened? Uh, she tried like really got aggressive with me. She tried to give you a blizzard. And then she, she told me that she's going to tell her dad that I tried to touch her. She sucked your dilly bar? <laughs> yeah. Well, she talked to me and said, can I talk to you after the show? So that might be what yeah, that's Okay, about. so we're going to have to get rid of her. She, what do you mean, be, kill her? No, it was oh. maybe Marsha's last show. I don't appreciate the way that she tried to aggressively do something to me. All right, well, she's giving me a signal. We got a phone call from our crystal clear Danish and O'Neill satellite phone. Can I just say- If you want to buy this satellite phone, it's a Hitachi. We've been getting a lot of calls from other radio stations and other podcasters asking to sell our fiber optic cables that allow these calls to be so crystal clear. Not going to do it. It's patented, ladies and gentlemen. It's our own invention. As Dana Carvey used to say when he would do his George H. Bush impression, not- Gonna do it. Wouldn't be prudent. <laughs> Zach Lunch makes it. Surprise cameo. Jesus Christ, Zach. Come on, Zach. He walks in here, rips the mic out of my hand, farts into it. It makes me sick. <laughs> How do you even get into the Danish and O'Neill studio? It's a locked <laughs> yeah, premises. Yeah, he was hiding in the shower the whole time. <laughs> shower? Well, we do have a shower yeah. in the studio because it's a sauna-like condition. Yeah. Okay. So, all right. Let's get the call. We got a call. Who from is the, it from? Uh, she just said uh, the D brothers. I'm assuming it means the Diaz brothers. The last we heard from them, they said they were on a pontoon boat heading to Brazil to see Ronda Rousey fight. But they must have stopped off, made a stop, quick pit we, stop. We need to talk to, we were trying to reach out to him because, well, let's just talk to him. Okay. Nate, Nick, Nate, are you guys there? Yeah, motherfuckers, what's up, dog? What's up, fucking, we're coming off a fucking great fucking week, man. Dog, we fucking, we great fights, man, like in the parking lot, in the fucking stands, like there was fucking good time. So you guys, when we talked to you, you said you were headed uh, to Brazil on a pontoon boat, which seems like it, it's almost like riding a bike across country at a, a, you know, a fairly slow pace. 
But uh, how did you end up at the World Series of Fighting Fights, which I believe were in Vegas? And then we'll get to what happened uh, after. Dog, we took a fucking turn and uh, we had to go see our boy fucking Jake Shields fight, dog. And then we were going to go see my fucking girl, Rhonda. We fucking, we looked at the fucking internet, man, fucking like halfway there. We were like, oh shit, fucking, this is the same fucking night Jake Shields is fighting, dog. And we realized like fucking... We were going to get to Brazil in like early 2018, dog, in a fucking pontoon. I, I think we could fucking do it, dog, because they, they, there's like a fucking eight-hour time difference, man. We could have fucking made it. And we had like the fucking Gulf of Stockton winds behind us and shit, but like I don't know if it was fucking working. I had my, my fucking tank top up in the air as a sail, but like we weren't getting that much fucking speed, dog. Dog, a fucking, uh, fucking Gil, dog, he said he knew how to fucking navigate by the stars, but I think he's fucking lying, dog. Plus fucking Gil's old man at his ice cream cart on the thing. We were running out of fucking rations, dog. Like a lot of those pops were going fucking quick, man. Yeah, the bullets fucking went right right first, dog. And then all was left was those fucking shitty like half chocolate, half vanilla fucking ice cream cookies. I ate like fucking 10 bomb pops, dog. I almost went into a sugar coma fucking. So we were like, hey, man, let's go to fucking Vegas. It ain't that fucking far, dog. The, the weird thing is like we were like... If fucking somebody told us before we left, they're like, hey, dog, you gonna bring any water? We're like, dog, we're on the fucking ocean. Yeah. Like, like, why the fuck? We just reach our hand down and drink that fucking water. Well, there's a salt in there. That's probably bad. Wait, you fucking, you've never put fucking salt in like a steak, dog? What it's you seasoning, fucking... dog. You fucking season your fucking water, dog. It's like you would do the fucking food. Don't be a fucking idiot, man. No, but like if you drink, it can make you hallucinate and even die. I've heard that. Yeah, I yeah. think that's true. Fucking, dog, fucking Diaz brothers that fucking... We can eat fucking tacos, burritos. I drink the water in Mexico, dog, and the fucking water is scared of my system when it goes in there, dog, not the vice versa. I, it doesn't really make a lot of sense, but I, I guess they were going to drink the ocean water. Fuck Montezuma, dog. Fuck, we were drinking ocean water, eating fucking pops and shit. Dog, we were fucking juiced, man, and then we, we had to make a quick pit stop at the fucking World Series of Fighting, see our boy Jake fucking Shields, fight that fucking piece of shit Paul Harris, dog. Dude, I fucking put some fucking pop rocks in my mouth and fucking drank a coke dog it was fucking crazy dog, yo you fucking blow up man i told him i go dude i go nate you can't be fucking around with this sort of fucking technology dog like you don't know what science can do it'll fucking blow your head off dog i'm a fucking nate diaz is a fucking risk taker dog i fucking i'll combine fucking crazy shit you dog know? we had a fucking emt uh, standing by when he put that shit in his fucking mouth man so you guys are at the World Series of Fighting. Uh, you, you're corner. Were you cornering Jake Shields, your friend and training partner? Dog, we were gonna fucking corner him, but like then we were hanging out in the fucking stands, dog. We and ended up fucking cornering a Russian guy, dog, yeah, dog. in the fucking stands. Kabob, dog. Kabagadov. Yeah, dog. Kabob. His his fucking brother was fighting, and so. I walked by this motherfucker and we just fucking, you know, I remember what he did to me in jujitsu class when we were rolling once. What did he, what did he do to you? We were in north-south position and- And for those who don't know, that means basically a 69 in layman's terms. Yeah, dog, whatever you want to fucking call it. And yeah. then this motherfucker ripped a huge ass fart in my fucking face. That's fucking disrespect where we're fucking from, dog. And he fucking wouldn't even apologize after our trainer, Cesar Gracie, man. He fucking tells you, if you fart in somebody's face doing jujitsu, you got to stand up and fucking bow to him. And this motherfucker wouldn't even fucking, wouldn't even say sorry, man. That's fucking, we've killed guys for fucking less than that shit. Dog, so I fucking walk up. I was like, hey, dog, where's my fucking apology, dog? Come on, motherfucker. Like, you know, and then he said he, he wasn't going to apologize. So Nate fucking grabbed him and was trying to hold him down so I could rip a fart in his face. And then the fucking melee just broke out, dog. We saw the footage. It got crazy in the stands. And that's really all anyone's talking about because no one really seems to give a shit about the World Series of Fighting. I mean, fighting. dog, the World Series of Fighting fucking sucks, man. I mean, there's, there's nothing in there. I mean, if you want to watch fucking Paul Harris fucking eye gouge some guy and fucking cheat and hold the fucking Kimura in, then yeah, fucking tune in. But Why didn't that, you guys fight him? Because he was doing illegal things against your good friend. It dog, seems like we were fucking thrown out by that time. If we, Yeah, I tried to get back in, dog. I tried to scale the gutters to go up on the roof and fucking drop in onto the fucking, into the locker room. I saw footage, um, there was a, another fight outside of, it seemed, the venue in like the I casino. I think it was in the parking lot. There was no, it looked like fight. in a hallway, it seemed. Uh, there may have been a part, but there was a fight in the parking lot then too. So there were three different exchanges. One, the one in the one I saw in the hallway one, one of the Russian guys threw a chair at uh, Nate Diaz, who promptly says "faggot" on the audio at the guy, and the Russian guy gets arrested. He gets escorted off and cuffed. I can see that. 
And then uh, what happened in the parking lot? Yeah, dog. So we're out there, and then we fucking see the dude, you know, part of their fucking, fucking commie. Kebab, fucking dude. They're fucking waving Soviet flags, dog. I was like, hey, dog, this ain't fucking Red Dawn, fucking Wolverines and shit. They had sickles and hammers, dog, and they were fucking putting them together, and it looked like some fucking commie shit was about to go down. And you know us, man? We're from fucking Stockton, 209 for life. We're fucking Americans, man, and we just took the fucking fight to them. I said, your leader maybe fucking his name is put. I'm going to be putting my fist up your fucking ass, dog. And I fucking punched this guy as hard as I could right in the goddamn rectum and shit. Yeah, man. It's like the Cold War just got hot, dog. Because here's my fucking foot right up in your fucking commie asshole. Well, it's uh, disappointing that you guys, it seems, I guess, have been... uh You've been banned for life, they say, from the World Series of Fighting, which... Dog, we've been we've been banned from World Series of Everything now, man. We can't fucking... Can't even watch the World Series of Baseball on TV, I guess, and shit. Well, that's because we don't have fucking cable or anything. Yeah, we got to fucking... Our mom fucking... It's not like we're banned. We just don't... I got... We both got in trouble for leaving our bikes out in the fucking rain, so our mom told us we can't fucking watch TV no more. She said, like, we can't... We haven't been eating our fucking vegetables and shit, and she... Took cable away and, and our fucking our chains got all fucking rusty and shit and she's all pissed. Yeah, like the fucking she got us those bikes for Christmas, dog. Fucking sore so, subject. I mean, I so we fight so like the fact that we can't watch it is fucking totally understandable. Like I don't fault my mom for punishing us for that shit. Like it taught us a valuable lesson, but like we can't go to other World Series fucking events like the World Series of Dog Shows. And Are you guys big fans of the World Series dog, of Dog Shows? Dog, me and shows? Nate, we got a fucking Pomeranian that we fucking show every year. Fucking, we've fucking, we came in fucking second place one year and fucking kicked the fucking winner, dog. Like, we were pissed off at this fucking poodle and shit. Yeah, dog, we were thinking about rolling up on his fucking owner in the fucking parking lot. That, that's kind of crazy. Jesus, you guys fighting at dog events? Wow. Yeah, That's, fuck yeah, dog. Why fuck I wouldn't, man? I, it just sounds like it's maybe not welcome in that sort of venue. Dog, you're but, not from fucking 209. You don't fucking know them, man. Like, you you, you don't fucking lose in the 209, dog. We Even don't though, fucking, we never fight fucking dogs. We're not fucking Mike Vick or any of that shit, but we'll fight fucking dog owners and shit. You know what I'm saying? Do you think what made it so fucking mad, dog, is that everybody in Stockton, like, thought our dog was the fucking best? Yeah, I mean, it seems to be uh, kind of a thing that people in Stockton are always behind you guys, regardless. We Fuck yeah, dog. Why wouldn't they? Fucking, I mean, we win all our fights, dog. Fucking, we support them and they fucking support us and shit. Fucking, you we're, know. Dude, why wouldn't Stockton support their fucking hometown boys and fucking Nate and I were undefeated in the UFC? Guys, thank you so much for following up. That was uh, an enlightening interview, as usual. The Diaz brothers, UFC fighters. That was great. Uh, pot aficionados, jiu-jitsu yeah. experts, triathletes. Uh, Nick, I don't know if Nate is. Maybe he's done a couple. Nate probably rides in the basket in the front, like ET. Yeah. Well, there they go. That, I mean, that's, that was uh, that shed a lot of light on what happened. Yeah, because you you didn't really get to hear their side of the story and all this. You got to hear the kebab guys, whatever yeah, his the, name is. The what kebab brothers. Them. Wow. Well, I, I wish it, they would have been in there for the Paul Harris. Rumor has it the UFC is thinking about doing a kebab brother. Versus the Diaz brother tag, first ever MMA tag team. <laughs> Where are they going to tag team back again? Boop, there it is. Kebab. Where are they going to have this? I don't know. Zanku chicken? <laughs> it's possible. <laughs> it's very possible. Sal Schwarmer shop. Okay. Well, in, uh, in Bakersfield. We're at the hour mark. We're re- hey, ladies and gentlemen, we've reached that time. Leave us. A 20-star review, but if your computer does not do that, leave us a five-star review. Write some text in there. Write, hey, I'm just trying to help Danish and O'Neill beat Andrew DeWitt once and for all. Yeah, finally to see who, who's better. The Danish and O'Neill podcast are awesome starts today. We're looking, we're 125 text reviews, five-star or bust, bitches. By next week. Yep. Tell your friends, tell your family to tune in and listen to the Danish and O'Neill because you'll learn a lot. You'll yeah, if you're, if hear you're, people that are trying to better their lives and will ridicule them for doing that. If you think <laughs> that there's somebody in your life, whether it be a coach, a loved one, a girlfriend, a teacher, a boyfriend, a boyfriend, a transsexual, a transsexual cousin. sensei, a cousin, an uncle, an aunt, an aunt, 
a, se- a, ba- a baby a, sister who's over the age of 18, preferably. But hey, we'll take a 17. Not a f- sexually, but as a listener. A friend of a friend. Friend of a friend. Friend Creepy of the family. Uncle. A guardian. A stepfather. A stepmother. A, a local sex offender. <laughs> a dog who's capable of leaving a five-star review. <laughs> Probably just put the paw on it. A blind man who needs to see the, wor- the world through others' eyes. A deaf man who... <laughs> Needs you to type it all out in Braille so that he can have a transcript of the Deja Jodeo podcast. An old man who's lawn you mow because you want to fuck his hot daughter. Maybe an old man who just died and you want to steal his identity and set up an iTunes account for him. And give us a five-star review. <laughs> Whatever the case may be, spread the word about the Danish and O'Neill podcast. We're off to a good start. We like where the numbers are at, but we want to grow it. We want to grow. Yeah. We'd like grow. to have 20,000 people listening by the end of the year, and we, we are only 19,000 <laughs> short. <laughs> we want it to get so big that eventually we have to ride cross country to see if we can shrink it down yeah. a bit. We want this podcast to wear a size G bra. That's how big we want it to be. Double G, triple G, like the boxer, who I believe is also from one of the Soviet Union, 58 countries that the they chopped it brothers up probably hate him. Triple G. I don't even know his real name, but he's apparently a good boxer, and Mayweather's ducking him. Surprise, surprise. Real quick, not to start this after this, but you hear Mayweather's fighting some guy who's terrible for his yeah, last I heard fight. It, I heard that was there was some big problem with everyone's Andre having Berto, with it. Andre Berto, what a fucking idiot. Why does he fight Garrison Keeler? Hey, is this Garrison Keeler? I, I reckon that would be uh, I reckon that'd be a good fight. Mm. <laughs> fight Carl? <laughs> I don't know if they're the same weight class. I reckon... I reckon you can't knock my sideburns off because they take them up pretty high. Mm-hmm. I reckon I like me some Mayweather with mustard. <laughs> some people call them Mayweather. I call them a uh, piece of shit. I call them money. I call them money Mayweather. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hey, he beat a woman I don't appreciate. Hey, this is Garrison Keeler. This is Lake Wobegon, Prairie <laughs> Home Companion. Thank you guys for listening. We have been, I've been the Danish. And I'm O'Neill. And when we... When we touch our penises together, we are <laughs> Danish and O'Neill. Go fuck yourself. All right. Do we have an outro song? You want me to play the same one? Uh, yeah, if you want, or we could sing one together. What do you want to sing? Uh, we'd have to think of the tune to song. How about, you remember that song in Top Gun? Uh, uh, you close your eyes. Yeah. When I kiss yeah. <laughs> no, your lips. No, no. That's dirty dancing. No, it's... Uh, um, fuck. Ba-dum, 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 <laughs> that's the shitty What's the one from Top Gun? No, that's Summer Love and that's Grease. <laughs> that's not it. What is the song from it Top goes, Gun? Fuck, it's like... Uh, so many people are yelling right now. I tell... We can hear them. We I literally tell my, I make my girlfriend sing this to me all the time. You never close your eyes anymore? No, that's... It's... Uh, the, you've lost that, that love and feeling... Whoa, that love and feeling. You send all those titty pics to O'Neill, the ass kicker at Yahoo.com. Oh, oh, oh. All right, we're out of here. See ya.